As International Women's Day approaches, which is March 8th, it's the perfect time to reflect on the progress women have achieved in the financial realm over the past century. Despite this, though, there's still some retirement issues that face women in unique challenges and unique ways. So this week on Mondays with Matt, we're going to talk about retirement planning is different for women, and here's why. Welcome to Mondays with Matt, with Matt Starkey. Start each week fresh with sound financial advice. Grab your coffee and maybe a pen. It's time to kick off your week with Matt. Hey, everybody. Welcome into Mondays with Matt, with Matt Starkey and myself here to talk investing, finance, retirement, and retirement planning and how it's different for women. We're going to go through a few things as I teased up in the teaser there, talking about some of the things that still persist in the area and ways to think about how to deal with that, uh, If especially if you find yourself single or you know just kind of worried about what might happen should you, know, you lose your spouse or partner along the way. So just lots of different things where the retirement community has gotten much better over the f- past few years in serving you know the ladies in a different capacity in a better capacity I think but certainly still some work to be done so we're going to walk uh, work on that today here and talk about that with Matt what's going on buddy how are you hi Mark I am doing well uh, it has been an unusually warm winter compared to uh, in the past and uh, yeah you know as we all know the groundhog did not see his shadow so there's an early spring coming and I'm just enjoying some of these warmer temperatures. Um, <laughs> That's good. You know, it's weird. Winter, it's flipped yeah. because you guys are warmer than we are in, uh, every now and again from Michigan to North Carolina. That's a little weird, you know? It so, is a little weird. <laughs> I was just talking yeah. with a, a client the other day who's in Iowa, and he was warmer than I was. I was like, what in the world is going on? So It's like these, uh, I, I don't understand, the what. you know, it's like the weather kind of tends to be like the stock market, right? <laughs> For it's sure. up and down like our temperatures have been and, and sideways um, we're all happy when it's warmer um i think when the sun shines especially here in michigan that's that's important i just noticed a statistic the other day from uh somebody's post on facebook and mm-hmm. it, i guess they had analyzed the days of sunshine in january in grand right. rapids and uh that was like 26 hours of sunshine hit grand rapids michigan in january of 2024 26 hours. It's like, oh my gosh. And I'm, I'm assuming that's, I'm assuming that's not enough. I'm assuming that was low. Yeah. Yeah. And then okay. of course we're in Saginaw Valley. We're about a couple of hours to the, to the East and uh, in the Valley here, we've, we've had these unusual weird fog days, you know, where the fog has lingered through noon or, or longer. Gotcha. So it's just, it's just been a little bit just weird, been weird. But yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, let's get into this is an election year, you know. So, it, well, everything's weird this year. So, yeah. So, let's talk yeah. a little bit about our topic this week here. Um, you know, because and along with the weirdness, right? I mean, there's always just something kind of going on. But, you know, again, in, in kind of uh, honor of International Women's Day here. Uh, so, you know, the gender pay gap. Let's start with it. We'll start there. I mean, it still does exist, although it has gotten a lot better. Uh, you know, over the last number of years. Um, but, you know, there's some interesting data. We'll put a link up into the show notes for folks. But in 2022, women earned 82 cents for every dollar earned by men, which is certainly, you know, better than it has been in the past. Uh, various factors still contribute to the pay difference. The bottom line, though, you know, is lower income can limit ladies' ability to, you know, plan for their own retirement, right? So have yep. you seen things improving in that regard with your female clients, whether they're single or married or, you know, whatever the case might be? Yeah. I, I am seeing higher wages across, you know, across the board. I think part of that is having to do with, um, you know, the era we live in and the inflation that we've experienced recently. Well, so that's true too. there are some increases, which is good. 
But as a general rule, I, I, I'm finding the same, the same thing is true, that as a percentage of what men earn, women even doing the same occupation could be potentially earning less. And, and that's a startling statistic, 82%. So on a $100,000 income, you know, that's an $82,000 income. Is the work any less? No, it's it's not, even for the same occupation. Right. Um, you find certain ones where, you know, these people are, women are on their feet, you know, like in nursing or or um, some of the healthcare occupations. They're on their feet all day and True. taking yep. care of patients and lifting and doing doing heavy heavy stuff. And uh, they need to be, compensation needs to be more, uh, how do we say? Appropriate. Equitable. Okay. Yeah. But what, what's happening is, yeah, it impacts your retirement savings. So if you think about expenses, it's no less costly for a woman than a man to survive in society. I mean, the interest rates, the, the costs are going to be the same if whatever they're choosing. So let's assume it's a mortgage payment or a car payment or whatever. So we have some work to do. We have work to do in terms of paying attention to uh, how much as a percentage of our income do we have to save to get to that retirement number? Yeah, if that's you a have point. lower income and you're saving the same percentage, you're saving less dollars. So how do we compensate for that? We gotta we gotta make sure that um, we pay attention to these numbers. And if you're a young woman listening to the podcast today, you gotta be aware of these kind of in, in, imbalances. And we need to make adjustments to make sure that your plan is going to work, whether or not you're dependent on anyone else, but also mm. factoring in like a single person. It isn't fair. And I always tell my kids, life isn't fair. So <laughs> don't count on it being fair. Right. But you do have to pay attention and you do have to make the adjustments so that you can end up in the, in the situation you want to be in in the future. Right. Um, and, and if you are- I do find- Go ahead. Uh, yeah. I, I do find that- we work with a lot of women that are single, and um, if you're smart and you pay attention to these things, it is fairly—I want to say easy—but it's we can put in, we can implement the the way to catch you up on some of these inequities and uh, make it pay for you. Yeah, you know, and if, to your point, if you're if you are a little bit younger too, really start to kind of think about how to maximize the the times at different times that you can, because there is a likelihood that you will face career interruptions, especially if you are, you know, are deciding to be a, you know, mother, right? So motherhood for one reason can take you out of the workforce for a little while, obviously sometimes longer than it does, you know, the gents. So it's, you know, again, when you're building a strategy or a plan, it's like, okay, let me take into account and try to maybe, maybe it's worthwhile with your strategy to kind of add more through a, you know, a certain period uh, towards your retirement future because you know you're going to face career interruptions. Absolutely correct. Yep. So if you're young and single, it's that's a good time to really take take note of what my what are my expenses and do I have a lot of disposable income and it might work well to bank that either in qualified plans like retirement accounts or just as a uh, in an individual brokerage account mm -hmm. so that when the day comes when you have to be out of the workforce you have access there. You can kind of keep things flowing as planned. Yeah, but and it's, yeah, you're I mean, exactly and it's right. tough Women, to do, right? I mean, you've got a, you've got you know teenage and, and adult children. I've got the same. It's tough to do for all of us, right? You're like, oh, I got some extra income. I should spend that on something. It's like, well, what about paying your future self? And it's like, well, that's so boring. <laughs> but yeah. but it really could be make all the difference, especially again, you know, for the ladies when they're going to be out of the workforce for a while. 
Yes. And um, women are more likely to face the career interruptions, as you talked about. You know, one of the things that we see all the time is, yeah, you, you're if you do end up getting pregnant and having children, um, you're the one taking time off of work to go to the doctor's office visits, not, not your husband or uh, significant other. Um, and then hopefully you're healthy through that all. And, you, you, you know, you don't have to go out on disability at all weeks in advance of the pregnancy. And then you got time off to let your body recover, recoup and recover, you may want to take off with a couple of years to stay home. So right. There's lots uh, of or more than yeah. a couple of years. Yeah. So there's a lot of these factors that women you need to be thinking about. And then also, are you dependent on a spouse for the financial support at all? Because if you, if you are married and, and you are going to take time out of the workforce, you can contri- still contribute to like a spousal IRA based on your spouse's earnings. So we can still do the retirement savings and planning as you want and, and do it uh, equivalent to your spouse because you can open that spousal IRA. But um, there's a lot of lot of factors. So also we find if not only is it your own personal children, but when parents get sick and need somebody to care for them, uh, women tend to take more time off of than men uh, statistically. And so they're spending time out of the workforce possibly for um, dependent parents. You know, they're in the, if you're in that sandwich generation, you could be doing both kids and parents. So, yeah, true. Um, so you got to be, beware of these things. Yeah. So then now let's talk about the fact that, you know, the old adage, but it's true. Women tend to live longer than we do. Right. And we've seen more and more rise in divorces for people over 50. Right. We just, with the way the things are going in the world, I think people sometimes get to a point and they just decide it's time to make changes or whatever the case might be right, wrong, and different. But if you're living longer and possibly wind up going through a divorce, you know, there's going to be a number of situations there that could also, you know, cause some setbacks. So again, strategizing and planning needs to go into that. Whether you stay married the entire time, stay single the entire time, or get a divorce, there's still likelihood you're going to outlive, you know, you're going to live longer than, you know, like your brother even, for example, or whomever, right? Sure. Yeah. Um, that's, that's a very legitimate statistic. Um, we see it all the time where um, women tend to outlive uh, men. And if you're of the same age as your your um, spouse, when you guys retire, um, there's a very good chance that the the man will be passing away before right. a woman. So it's probably highly likely. Protect, yeah. Yeah. You got to protect yourself. And, um, you know, we were talking, I was just talking with a, some new clients the other day and he's got a straight life pension, his social security check, and then you got her social security check he made the higher wages over lifetime, like the statistics shows. So when husband passes away, they're going to lose income of a pension and one social security check, which means she'll be left with just one of those three sources of income. This is a big disparity between your expenses do not cut by two thirds when your husband dies. So if you're a woman um, and you are reliant on your husband's income as well as yours, you need to pay attention to this thing and you need to think it through and be diligent and, and, and call and talk to me about it. Because this is something where you either need a good life insurance policy so you have replacement for that social security income, or if you've got plenty of investments, then then we can assess that for you. But one, one of the mistakes people make to, is they think sometimes, oh, I got an IRA out there. Well, that IRA is taxable. And if you're, you know, if you're giving the government 20 to to 30% of that money before you can pocket the rest, that just think of your IRA as being 20% less than it really is because we have that impact of taxes. So if you're a a woman who has to replace husband's income, you're trying to do that through qualified money like an IRA, 
just beware, you're going to have to pay a lot of tax. It might be beneficial to, to have a life insurance policy so you have tax-free death benefit. Yeah, that's a good point for sure. Um, you know, we I was just looking at this. I've got a, another link here from T. Rowe Price in 2023 that said, women tend to also carry a higher debt. For many retirement savers, outstanding debt can certainly slow down that process. Uh, and so we'll put that, that link in there as well. But you know, that's, that's going to be another piece, right? So if you're trying to, if you've gotten behind a little bit because you were out of the workforce for a while with children or whatever, uh, and now you're trying to get your debt paid down, you know, as you're getting closer to retirement, you know, be careful there, right? So watch the spending. <laughs> Mark, you just swore at all the women in the audience. <laughs> well, I mean, no, I mean, you know, I mean, no. all of us have to watch our spending general, right? But if, again, no, I, if this, had- if that's the statistic, it's something else as a female, you need to kind of you know, think about, I mean, my wife Absolutely. and I have this conversation all the time. She's like, she worked really hard, you know, taking care of her debt. And we've preached that to our daughter, you know, who's, you know, 27 and single. And it's like, Hey, live within your means. Yeah. You know what? That is so true for all of us. But, um, if the statistic does show that, um, there's a, there's a disparity in, in higher credit card debt with females, you know, there, there might be a couple of reasons why. And, um, but, Nevertheless, you do have to pay attention to the um, debts that you carry. You know, if you think about it, if you got money in the bank, but you carry a balance on your credit card, you're trying to keep that money in the bank for safety and security, right? Your gut wants that money there, but they're not paying you any interest on that savings account, likely. And the you're paying the credit card by even a $2,000 balance, but if you're at... 9% or 19% or 29% on a credit card, you're paying somebody good money. It's hard to get that money, right? And if you're paying any kind of interest on credit cards, give me a call. Let's talk about how to get that down or get rid of it. You you know, if you're struggling or you're strapped, you might want to shop around for 0% interest. But yes, this makes a big difference and it can slow down all of your goals, all of your savings goals, and reaching that ultimate retirement. So pay attention to debt. Pay attention to those consumer loans like, oh, well, we needed new furniture. Don't worry, it's 0%, but oops, we forgot to, right, to right. pay the whole balance off. So now you're you're going to attribute all that interest back to yourself. Yeah. You got to watch out for those kind of things. And um, it might seem like, oh, it, it doesn't matter, but it is an error in judgment that matters. It, it it takes money out of your pocket. It's like stealing from your from your bank account. So if you have any debt that you're carrying, definitely um, call me sooner than later, and let's just let's just find a way to um, pay it off and pay yourself that interest back. Yeah, you got to have a strategy for dealing with all these things, and and everybody does really in life, right? So there's some of those tools out there are can be great, but you've got to use them the right way. So final piece here I wanted to touch on was that, that this uh, the BMO Investment Real uh, Real Financial Progress Index. We'll put a link to that in there as well. Uh, conducted a survey that found that there's sizable gaps in how women reported being financially educated, financially literate from a younger age. So you know the concept here, and granted this again was a lot older right? You definitely see more traditional, I guess, in ways you would see years past, right? Probably the husband would handle, you know, all the finance for retirement. And a lot of the ladies, again, were kind of behind the eight ball when that came to, to uh, you know, something happened, he passed away, a lot, a lot of, and we're still seeing that, but it has gotten better, right? That gap has gotten better. But the survey also reported that, that only 53% of the women that they talked to felt confident enough to retire at their targeted age. And 79% of those women desired more access to financial literacy resources. Now, that's certainly gotten better with some of the social media things and some of the, 
you know, just the internet things we've got going on right now, Matt, there's a lot more information out there if you want it, right? It's a matter of, do you want it? And do you understand how to kind of decipher through the noise? Because we're all getting inundated with noise 24-7. Yes, Mark. This is um, this is really important. The, the fact that we bring this up too is um, you got to pay attention to where your information is coming from. And if you, number one, that survey that 53% of women, only 53% felt confident enough to retire um, I think which that, is really not that far off, Matt, from from men. I saw one from men not long ago, and yeah. it was only like fifty six percent. So I think in general, <laughs> people just right now over the last couple of years just feel about fifty fifty on whether they can retire or not. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna add that um, the the number of men that I talked to is probably just as close as women when it comes. Yeah, to Yeah, it's not a big difference there. Yeah. That confidence factor definitely by by using an independent advisor like myself, we can do an, an independent analysis. That means even if you're doing your own plan, we can come and look at what you've got going on and we can give you that confidence with a very real certainty. We can show you if it's going to work out or not and what the risks are of it of retirement not working out. So I always remind people and that um, you don't if you need a million and a half dollars to retire, you don't need it all on day one. A million and a half dollars might be the the income that you're going to need to retire over your lifetime, including you know healthcare costs, your budget, and all that stuff. But it it's not all needed on day one. So we I break it down by years, and it seems to be a little bit easier for people to to grasp that confident concept. But uh, literacy, a- academic literacy, um, we we want financial literacy to to um, be something that is accessible to you. We do a lot of coaching, a lot of topical presentations, lunch and learns and things like that. And it's very important for me to be able to communicate um, clearly to people so that they can understand, number one, what they need to understand. I mean, you don't have to understand the whole investment world. By gosh, I don't know that anybody can comprehend uh, everything from a financial standpoint. But what you need is you need to know where you're going. You have to have a plan. And then you need to have somebody that can guide you to make sure that you're going to achieve the, the the necessary milestones in your plan to make it work. Um, mm-hmm. it, that has been something I think that's kind of kind of cool, kind of customize a retirement plan for yourself. Not everybody wants to do the same things in retirement. So you just need to have somebody to help guide you, develop the plan number one and work the plan number two, and then see that the plan is working for you and you can actually yep. let go despite having a lower income, despite spending time out of the workforce, despite maybe getting lower returns than you anticipated. We can still get you to financial success. You just have to start. Exactly. You know, and so whether you're the target demographic that tends to listen to our podcast and work with Matt, which is usually retirees or maybe even pre-retirees, but you know, or you're younger or you're, you know, your grandchildren or your your kids or whatever, you know, certainly in the uh, category there for the ladies, share this with them and say, hey, listen, this, there's some things you really need to start thinking about uh, for your own future, right? So, you know, sharing that knowledge, getting that information out there was certainly a way to go. And of course, if you need help, as always, reach out to Matt. And you can have a conversation with him at GreatLakesRetirementSolutions.com. GreatLakesRetirementSolutions.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. And you can find that information under the podcast page there, right there again on Matt's website, GreatLakesRetirementSolutions.com. You can check out more episodes and past episodes of Mondays with Matt. Matt, thanks for hanging out, buddy. Thanks, Mark. And thank you for listening to our podcast. Um, we appreciate uh, any time that you glean knowledge. Um, give us, Shoot us an email and let us know that what we do is making a difference for you. We really like to, as Mark said, have you share this with your friends, family, 
and uh, those that you feel can use this information to better themselves. So thanks again for listening and uh, give us a call if you have any needs. Yep. And we'll see you next time right here on Mondays with Matt. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.